This is Shatur from the Iron Skillet, and recently I sat down with YC Imaging. He's a music video director from Charlottesville, Virginia. He's built a following of over 250,000 subscribers on YouTube, where he releases music videos, behind-the-scenes footage, and tons of educational DIY content for upcoming creators. He's directed and produced multiple big-budget music videos. He's built genuine relationships with brands like Aperture, Skillshare, and Squarespace. In this interview, he tells us how he went from shooting music videos in his hometown for his brother and his friends to shooting content for artists and brands all over the world. Check out our interview with YC Imaging. So I'm sitting out here in Charlottesville at Three Notch Brewery with my man YC. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Super happy to have you, man. I know you're back in town for the holidays, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm chilling. I'm doing nothing. <laughs> excited to be here, though. It's cool. No, I'm excited to yeah. have you. So what we do with the podcast is we really try to get, like, a little bit of your backstory, like, okay. kind of growing up stuff, how you got into what you're doing, mm -hmm. and then kind of paint a picture of how you took it from that to what you're doing now, because you're doing stuff on a pretty major level, man. We look up to you. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> So, um, growing up in Charlottesville, when you were younger, were you always into, like, creating, or did you, were you into sports? Like, what was, like, kind of middle school, high school, like, for you growing up out here? Um, it was very, uh, I guess typical. I wouldn't say, like, I was, I've always been into, like... Creating? Video creating, anyways. Like, yeah. I used to be heavily into graphic design. Okay. So, um, back when, like, MySpace was, like, the popular thing, mm -hmm. and MySpace was popping... Um, I learned graphics uh, because I don't know. I just I wanted to stand out, I so I started you. to make like uh, uh, MySpace banners and I uh, started designing mixtape covers and flyers from like local businesses around so here. So your MySpace page was like popping, yeah, popping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had the most fire MySpace page That's ever. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So um, I saw, like, kind of you talking about how your brother used to make music, and that's kind of how you got into, like, making videos. Mm -hmm. What was that like in the very beginning? Because I can, like, I know my beginnings were super humble. Like, we didn't have much equipment, and we were just kind of trying to figure out how to make stuff work. Mm -hmm. um, so what was that like, like, getting into your first video and starting to create and stuff like that? It was interesting because, uh, like I said, I, I never really had, like, a, I never really, I never really had any incentive to want to do videos you know i never wanted to do video stuff yeah um but uh we went out and i remember it was it was crazy we went out mm -hmm. to this uh this this really sketchy park <laughs> <laughs> like 20 miles away from my house i feel it um and we were just shooting man we shot some random stuff some random stuff um and my brother actually edited it oh really yeah so he was actually my editor for a long time dang yeah so i actually i never knew how to edit uh I guess when I started, mm -hmm. um, so he would edit, and then the music videos that I was creating for him, mm -hmm. uh, other artists of of his like friends of his saw it, and you know we were kind of like duoing it for a while. I so I was shooting, it. and then he was doing the edit and stuff. But um, yeah, I mean that's pretty much how it happened. Uh, I did community college for a little while, and uh -huh. I used the little bit of money that I got back from a refund check yeah. to, to buy a camera, and. That's pretty much it. Yeah. yeah, the fascination started. I know the whole grind of flipping your refund yeah, check yeah, for yeah. like I tell I got my first iMac as I flipped yes. my refund check and I built this little makeshift studio in my basement. Yes. I was like, all right, I'm about to take over the whole game yeah, now. That's the so grind. I know that feeling. And also like I know it, it's probably cool to create with your brother too. Is that like a really yeah. awesome thing that y'all can kinda link up and do stuff together? Yeah, so he, he isn't really into music anymore, mm -hmm. but um I used to 
try all my creative outlandish ideas on his projects. And he was with it. Um, you know, it was free and it was it was a lot of practice. So yeah. I work with him has always been he's always been my favorite artist to work with. That's awesome. You know? That's awesome. So like I saw you kinda I saw your vlogs and how you were vlogging forever. And on one of them I saw how you um you were talking about there's times when, you know, you were first getting started when you were really trying to make money with this when like you couldn't even figure out how to squeeze money together for rent, but you never like veered off the path yeah and i feel like not everybody's built like that like some people would hit that little bit of adversity and be like i gotta go like yeah. put this to the side for a little bit but obviously that adversity paid off because yeah you know what i mean look where you're at now and i just kind of wanted to talk to you about that and like what those moments were like how you pushed through that kind of stuff yeah for me i feel like those are the de defining moments yeah. you know like you said not everybody pushes through that mm -hmm. um and i think that's what separates people who actually do it and people who want to do it yeah. not everybody's willing to go through that uh that that moment of of uncertainty the moment of uh having low finances yeah. and honestly i feel like anybody in, in in any creative field money is the problem yeah you know money's always the deciding factor if you're going to continue this or go do something else yeah um for me I just, I can never see myself doing anything else. Yeah. Like, some people uh, love going to school, and some people love uh, working a job, and some people love being a manager at a place. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think that's dope. Yeah. Um, but for me, I never could see myself doing anything else. Nothing else made me happy. Happy. Yeah. Nothing else made me happy. So at the end of the day, for me, I was willing to take happiness over... Uh, over having money at that particular time. Yeah. Um, and if that honestly, that was just it. You know, yeah. I, I just, I could honestly just couldn't see myself doing anything else. I feel like everybody like that's great mm -hmm. has those moments and like their vision and their like faith is like un like breakable. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they're just like, I know it's gonna work, mm -hmm. and I'm gonna keep doing it until it does work. Yeah. Um. So I feel like that's super dope, man. Yeah. I mean. I, Anybody who's ever been in a in a place where they have had financial trouble, mm -hmm. you always get through it. Yeah, always. Yeah, you know what I mean. Something happens. You you, you randomly pop out and you get a, 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 some money. It, it always it just happens. It, it just happens. You know, it just has a way of working out and happening. And I feel like at the end of the day, anybody who's trying to pursue something, you got to remember that. Like, if this goes wrong, life goes on. Yeah, know? something else will come through. Exactly. I feel you. I've gotten to, like, now that I'm, like, growing, I've mm -hmm. learned that, like, every time I hit something like that, I'm like, I mean, nothing's broke me yet. Like, right. every time I've hit something like this before, I figured out a way to get through it. Yeah. So I definitely feel you on that for sure. Mm -hmm. So I, this is something I want to ask more for, like, um, advice. So I know that you recently got engaged and, yeah. you know, you've been in a relationship for a long time. Mm -hmm. So I can imagine like when you're starting to build something in the beginning, you have a family, you got to put so much time into what you're building, but you also want to show up for the people around you. Right. And I know personally, I struggle with that sometimes because I feel like it's a balancing act and I'll get like way out of whack. I'm like, nah, I got to pull it back a little yeah. bit and, and put my time, you know, over here. Do you, do you have issues with that or do you have like kind of, have you moved through that in building what you built? Um, I think for anybody it's difficult. Yeah. Um, it's difficult to, to, to stop when you know you aren't finished. Yeah. You know, cause that's like the, the, that's like the finish line for you. You always like, oh, this, 
it'll be done and let me, let me work for two more hours. Yeah. And the next thing you know, that turns into eight hours and, you know, it continuously keeps going. But for me, I think the thing that has helped me with balancing yeah. is just scheduling like, yeah. and, and being okay with not finishing. Yeah. So if I say I'm getting off the computer at five o'clock, I got to get off the computer at five o'clock regardless if I'm finished yeah. or not. So, um, it's, yeah, it's super hard for me because I, I have a, I have a hard time not doing anything. Yeah. Like, if I'm just chilling, like, it's really hard the anxiety. for me to not just get up and go do something. Yeah. Um, but I think, like, when you start breaking promises to people, yeah, then it's a problem. You yeah. know, I'm, I'm, I got my son and I'm like, oh, yeah, we're going to go to the park today. And then the time comes to go to the park and then it's like, oh, man, I forgot we were going to the park. You know? Yeah, so that's yeah. Like the stuff like that. Um, it adds up. Yeah. You know, it's cool to do it every now and then, but you got to remember that this work will be here tomorrow. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I feel you. I feel yeah. you. So when you're, I've, obviously, I've seen all your YouTube stuff. It helped us out a lot tremendously. Like when we first started shooting, we started shooting stuff weekly and we were just doing like basic stuff. And then we started seeing like your lighting setups. And I was like, damn, I could do this for like 20 bucks. Like, yeah. that's lit. Mm -hmm. So what made you want to start creating content like that? as opposed to just posting your music videos to your YouTube page? Um, for me, it was like, that's the type of content I like to look at. Yeah. So I make what I want to see. Yeah. I mean, obviously it benefits other people, mm -hmm. but it, I want to see this, which means I know somebody else wants to see this. Yeah. It's like, if, if you have a problem, somebody else has had the exact same exactly, problem. Exactly, exactly. You know, so I think that sporadically my content became what I wanted to see online mm -hmm. um, and it was honestly a reality too yeah. you know like I didn't I didn't have money to go do a $10,000 lighting setup yeah. or you know I'm really just working it however you can make it work I, yeah I can make it work so uh, for me I think it came from a sense of reality and also what I, what I wanted to see online well that's awesome because yeah. it helped us out a lot yeah. those yeah. little videos definitely did so how do you go from when you're building this stuff you go from making these smaller videos and these other... It's, now, it seems like you're flying to L.A., you're going overseas, like, building this thing from small to what it is now. Like, how would you say... Did you feel like being in a smaller place like Charlottesville ever held you back from opportunity? Did you ever have, like, stress about that? Hmm. For, like, a long time, I thought that I could make it work from here. Yeah. You know? Um... And and to to an extent, I I did. Yeah. You know, I did. Uh, like, as far as financial, financially, yeah, I can make it work from here. Yeah. I'm to a point where like, I make wireless money. So yeah. regardless of where I move in the world, I'm gonna be fine because I built an audience for myself. Yeah. But as far as like music video production, I do feel like where here is a place of less resources a lot less resources yeah and for me that's what i really want to do like yeah. if it was all about money for me i'm good i'll chill here in a small yeah. town i'll be comfortable and i see my family and all that but i want to make bigger music videos yeah so for me yeah i felt like for a long time i could make it work here mm -hmm. until i started burning through everything i started to use the same location eight times yeah and, um I'm, I'm redoing the, the exact same thing over and over again and it came to me like uh, this is insanity. You yeah. Know? You know, I'm, I'm just I'm just doing the same thing. I'm not progressing. I'm kind of becoming stagnant. Yeah. So uh, in a sense of like YouTube and like building an audience for myself. Yeah. I got a lot from that. But yeah. 
my real passion is making music videos. So. You feel like you had to be in a space where there's probably, yeah. I mean, out in, I know now you're out in Atlanta, and it seems like mm. another thing I wanted to bring up, which I think is super important for people that are creating, like, it seems like you have a team of people that are, like, your really good friends mm -hmm. that are all believing in the same thing, moving in the same direction. Yeah. And you create together. How important do you think that is for somebody that's, you know, trying to build anything like that? I think it's crucial. Yeah. I think who you associate yourself with is a reflection of you. Yeah. You know, it's like I have childhood friends who I still love to death, but they just don't do anything relative to what I do. So then our relationship is just awkward. You yeah. Know? They're just not into what I'm into. And I feel like anybody that you associate yourself with is a, is a reflection of yourself. So um, I think you need that. You yeah. need people to challenge your ideas. You need people to... Uh, do better things than you because it motivates you to do better things. Yeah. Um, and it's also just really nice to have help on hand yeah. for projects and stuff that you want to do. So I do. I feel like it's, it's it's very important for sure. I feel like too. Like I feel like if you hit a a rough point creating wise. Yeah. What I've noticed is like people outside of that don't understand how to like support you like if you want to talk about it yeah they're like yeah i understand i care about you but like they can't relate because they don't know yeah what that feeling is like mm -hmm. so i feel like for me it helped also like my sanity to be able to sit down with somebody and be like you know exactly how i feel like yeah this is what i'm going through right no, now definitely it'll, it'll be sometimes where like i'm just i'm editing and i'll have like creative ryan on facetime just yeah. on my dock on, on the phone and he'll be doing the same thing. Yeah. And we'll probably say, like, two words to each other in, like, an hour. But it's just, like, I you're don't just know. in it, yeah. Yeah, it's, like, it, it's such a lonely field, you yeah, know? Yeah, Most sure. of the time, you're just sitting at your desk by yourself. So, I don't know. You, we just talk about the ins and outs of what's going on and what we're trying to do and aspirations and stuff like that. And it, it lifts you. It makes you want to do better stuff, too. So. For sure, for sure. Yeah, I feel like it's, it's very important, for sure. One thing I wanted to talk to you about, um, so... How is it for you balancing? Like, are you into, I see you go to the gym. Mm -hmm. I know that sometimes when I get locked into a project, all that stuff just yeah. goes to the wayside. Yeah. So do you, do you struggle with that? And you have anything that you try Absolutely. to do? <laughs> Absolutely. I've I realized that the gym is a job in itself. But it not, Preach. it's a job because you, you have to prepare yourself to go. Then you go, mm -hmm. then you leave, then you got to shower and you got to get dressed. And, it, and it's like the time adds up. Oh, yeah. You know, so a 30-minute gym trip can turn into a two-hour, two-and-a-half-hour thing. Block, yeah. Easily, <laughs> you know. And, and then on top of that, after you do that, you're, you're tired, mm -hmm. you know. For me, I work best as soon as I get up. As soon as I wake up, I'm into whatever I'm into. So mm -hmm. I started to try to go to the gym and do that beforehand. But then I realized, like, okay, after I leave the gym and I shower and I'm back at the computer, I'm ready to go to sleep, go to yeah. sleep you know? so um it's hard it's 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 super tough for me um one thing that i i, I do though like if, if i don't go to the gym in the morning i'm not going yeah <laughs> i'm not going i'm just not going I, yeah. I just i can't do it so um i try to go to the gym when i don't have that many video projects because if i have yeah. something that has a deadline the gym's out of there it's, like yeah, I, yeah I, I just can't do it i can't do it so it's a task. It's, I it's hard. You. It's hard. I, I try. I, I haven't figured it out. Hey, I'm on the same wave. Like, I used to go, I do CrossFit, so I used to go at 5.30 in the morning because mm -hmm. it was the only class that I could go to. Yeah. But, like, I would go, and then I'd have all this energy, and I'd be like, bet, I'm killing it. Right. Then i get locked into something, mm -hmm. and it's like I missed one day. And then all of a sudden, it's been a month, and I'm like, dang yeah. it, they're going to yeah. fry me when I walk in here. It's easy. To, it's easy. Like, 
uh, just two weeks ago, I was going to the gym daily. Yeah. Every day. Just at least for 30 minutes in the morning. Mm-hmm. Just to go. I did something, you know. Yeah. And then that slips off for two days, and then it's become another a two-week thing. Yep. <laughs> and then before you know it, it's a month later, and it's like, dang, I haven't been to the gym. Yep. So it's, it's easy to fall off with it. I feel you. Um, something else I want to talk to you about. I feel like a lot of people that are getting into this space, because everything's moving on to, like, social media. Mm-hmm. They see people like you doing things like this, yeah. building relationships with brands. And I feel like sometimes people that are just getting into it think that stuff should come so quickly Mm -hmm. but I imagine like I can see you have really good relationships with like Aperture Squarespace Mm -hmm. and it doesn't feel forced it feels super organic and it feels like it's something that you believe in you like it Mm -hmm. so you just want to share that with other people yeah how what advice would you give people that are trying to look to build something like that like an actual real good relationship with a brand like how did those things come your way honestly um I think Brands don't want to work with you until they see that you have an audience. Yeah. As realistic as it, as, as it is and as, and, as, and as stupid as it is, they, they want people who have an audience so they can sell products. Um, but I feel like you as an influencer or just a creative or whatever you do, yeah. I feel like it's important for you to stick to what makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, I actually use Aperture Lights. I, I'm, I'm actually into a lot of the stuff that I, that I promote. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that's a very important thing. But I feel like if you want a relationship with a brand... And you don't have an audience, mm-hmm. um, and it's actually something that you believe in and something that you use, yeah. then make videos about it. Talk about how much you like it. Talk yeah. about the good things about it and the bad things about it and what you like about it. And yeah. I feel like that right there grabs the attention of brands probably more so than even Anything having an else. audience, you know? So um, I think if that's a goal of yours and you want to work with a brand and you love what that brand does, show your appreciation for it, Yeah, you know? Whether it be a YouTube video or you're talking about it on Instagram and just tag it up. You yeah. Know, tag it up. I feel you on that. Brands look. They watch. Yeah. They watch. I, I believe it. And yeah, like, I watch. feel like certain, I feel like it's people that are really progressive are paying really close attention. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, definitely appreciate that a piece of advice because yeah. I feel like that can help a lot of people. Yeah. Brands watch. They that. watch everything. Brands, they watch YouTube videos. They want to know what's going on on social media. They Social media is is a real thing. Like, we are in a, a time where paying somebody to promote something is way better than buying a billboard or yeah. buying a commercial on TV or put, even putting an ad on YouTube. Yeah. Because people create a relationship with a person that they like online, whether they know them in real life or not. Mm-hmm. You know? So you got certain people whose words you trust. You like what they do. And you will gravitate towards something because they like it. So that's the best form of promotion that any brand can get. So they pay super close attention to social media. Yeah, Yeah, they're looking. I feel you. So I saw you did your vlog every day. How long did you do that for? I think I vlogged every day for like maybe like 45 days. 45 days. What did you, what do you, do you feel like you got, learned anything either like about yourself or as like, creating wise from doing that because i we did once a week for a year and a half and that was hard i can't imagine every day i learned that you will make time for anything that you want to do yeah anything (laughs) as outlandish as vlogging every day and if you want to do it you'll do it Mm -hmm. and it it, it, like 
reverting back to the gym thing. Yeah. Back when I was vlogging, I would I'll go to the gym, I vlog, I edit, I take my son to the I'll do everything. Yeah. In a day, and now I'm like, yo, how did I do that? <laughs> yeah. But it's like it's a it was it was a grind. It was like a it was it was a momentum thing. Mm-hmm. The thing that I learned the most from it though is that you'll make time for anything that you really want to do. Yeah. You'll make time for anything that you really want to do. So if it's important, you can figure out a way to make it happen. Yeah, exactly. You'll I, you'll make it happen. I feel you. So another thing I definitely wanted to pick your brain about was like concepts mm-hmm. for videos. Okay. So a little back, like me and Travis got together. We shot a video every week, a music video every week. We did that for like over a year. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, we were just doing, we weren't even doing real music videos. We were just doing one takes. Right. Then we started doing like performance shots. And we started building out storylines. And I see, like, like the Poet video that you just did. Mm-hmm. I love that. Like, it's like there's, yes, there's, like, the walking shots that are super jittery that kind of give you that vibe. Mm-hmm. And then you, like, hung all that newspaper up and, and got those shots. Thank and I feel like it. you had a lot of intention behind that. And it makes you feel something when you watch it. Yeah. Um, how do you kind of, when you get a, like, when you work with an artist, you get a song. How do you sit down and come up with how you're going to approach or attack that video? I think a lot of it is reading an artist. So when I listen to songs, I see certain things, but the concept will always revert back to the artist and what I think and what I see about them as well. So uh, I have artists like T. Crooks, who I work with, mm-hmm. who he his image is like a typical rapper, right? Mm-hmm typical rappers they were they were ice they were designer sneakers and clothes yeah. and they they got the models and they got nice cars that's just like a typical typical rapper so yeah. that's that's his that's his that's him that's what i see when i listen to his music and and when i look at his image so me knowing that i wouldn't bring an outlandish video concept like the pull up to a song of his yeah um so that that's like number one for me. Mm-hmm. Like I got to read the artist and I got to see what's their image because I want to portray that as best as possible yeah. to their audience. Um, the second thing is, what do I feel when I listen to a song? What do I feel? So with the Poe-Up video, it's very melodic to me. So it feels very slow and it feels very chill. Um, it feels like you're buzzed when you're listening yeah, to it. You yeah. know, I got like a drunk vibe to it. So... I wanted the video to be very chill, very slow, minimal transitions, uh, minimal movement, because mm-hmm. I, it, it, that's how I felt when I heard when I listened to the song. Um, but with Keese, uh, I feel like Keese is one of those artists where his 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 overall image is very conscious. Yeah, he's very relatable as a person, and I feel like if we can put him visually in a different light. Um, and, and attach him to real social concepts, then he'll work in the music industry. Mm-hmm. That's just how I feel about it. I feel so it. I, that's the stuff that I try to do with his, vis- with his visuals. They feel very relative. I try to bring kids into it. Kids yeah. always pull out some sort of emotion when uh, you yeah. look at them. Um, and social concepts. So for that one, you know, you're drunk, and we kind of wanted to add a spin into it with the car crash and stuff like that. Um, and... I wanted it to be different. I feel you. You know? Yeah. That was like the biggest thing. I want this to be different. I want you to have black balloons and behind you. I don't know. It just, it looks cool. You know? No, it did. Like yeah. the video is awesome. And like, I love, like when I watch, even as an artist, I'm always trying to grow. So mm-hmm. it's like, I'm studying 
when people put stuff out right. and like what I felt when I when I watched it mm-hmm. and I feel like you killed it because it really did feel like the vibe I got when I was listening to the song was completely depicted in everything that you created with the video so yeah. I feel like that's super dope um, and I definitely feel like I don't know that's something that people that are creating can take a step further yeah. um, to kind of grow if you're just doing one type of video mm-hmm. challenge yourself to create something different yeah for sure I think that's too. So how do you, when you're you're moving out into Atlanta, I'm sure you're connecting with a lot of different people. Do you, I've seen that you create with a lot of the same people. Like, do you just build those relationships over time and then when they have a video, they want to come back and work with you? Yeah. Are you reaching out to other artists that you want to work out, work with? How does that look for you? Honestly... Like, when I first started to do music videos, I used to just reach out to artists all day. Mm-hmm. That was, like, my second job. Yeah. But now my second job is YouTube, you know? Yeah. So I don't really reach out to as many artists as I used to because I'm out. I'm doing other You're things. You're doing good, yeah. Yeah, I'm doing other things. Um, the artists I do work with, I enjoy working with them, so that's mm-hmm. a plus. Um, but I do want to get back to a point where I'm actually actively reaching out for, for more clientele and more work. Um, Do you have artists that you like, like big, like artists, like dream people that you'd want to work with? Yeah, a couple. Um, I like uh, I like Big Sean. Mm-hmm. I like his image. I, I I think shooting a video for him would be really dope. Yeah. Um, I would love to shoot a video for like uh, like Travis Scott. Oh yeah. Travis Scott's dope. He really is. His video concepts kind of intimidate me, though. Yeah, they're <laughs> yeah. wild. They're super trippy. Yeah, they're wild. Um, I feel like as an artist, though, he gives you a little wide range of what you could do yeah. with a visual. Yeah, so his concepts kind of intimidated me, but I think shooting video for Travis would be dope. And then uh, shooting video for Beyonce would be insane, too. Yeah, right. Insane. That I love uh, like all Beyonce's visuals and the way that uh, her directors that she chooses and her stuff. Yeah, so. she kills it. I saw her live and I was like, you are another level. Yeah. <laughs> you know, of entertainer. Yeah. Like, no wonder you are Beyonce because, mm. like, everything is completely, like, accounted for. Yeah. It's her, crazy. Uh, her special on Netflix was amazing. Yeah. I love uh, the dude, uh, Ben, that shoots for her. Ben. Yeah, I watched all the Black Widow Cream stuff. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah, Black Widow Cream is amazing. I, I love what they do. I get so much do. insight from that. Yeah, I love what they do. Um, so what I wanted to talk to you about, like, kind of wrapping things up, I saw in one of the things that you did, you were talking about goals that you had. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you, A, do you want to get out, only shoot music videos? Do you want to move into, like, film? Are there any big goals that you have that you're looking 2020 to knock down? Or are you... Um... I haven't had a big goal in a long time. Yeah. Like, my last memorable goal for me was, like, 100,000 subscribers on YouTube. Yeah. Um, and I, as, ever since I did that, mm-hmm. I try not to do number-based goals. Yeah. Number-based goals because once I'm set on something and I'm set on a goal, I'll do anything. To, to get, get it. To get it. <laughs> you get it. So I, I feel like a lot of the content that I put out in the pursuit of that 100,000 subscribers wasn't. Um, beneficial in the sense of uh, what I what I wanted to to do. I got you. So uh, for me right now, I wanted a couple months ago. I said that I was going to put out my first short film this this year, oh. right? And the year's dwindling down, and <laughs> I got concepts, but I'm putting no real actual plans into yeah. it. Um, so that's definitely something that I want to do. I want to yeah. do like a short feature film, 
um, not a feature film, a short film, mm-hmm. um, 10-minute length maximum, um, start small and just put something out there. And it's going to be cool because I think I'm going to suck at it. <laughs> so you'll get addicted. You'll be like, okay, this yeah. is something I can actually like yeah. grow. Yeah, that's, that's what excites me about it. The fact that I'm probably going to suck at it yeah. and it's going to be trash. And uh, that's the journey. Yeah. You know, um, I've noticed that it's not as fun when you get there. Yeah. The journey like, is like the fun part. You like know? when you're chilling, you're just like, all right, what's next? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so short film for me, definitely I want to do that. Uh, 2020. Um... 2020, man, I want to I wanna do just bigger video production. Yeah. Just different stuff. I want to uh, get outside of the box and just do different stuff. I feel it. Yeah. I kind of want to tell you a little bit of our story and, like, yeah. tell you a little bit about how much what you did helped. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure you create every day, and it's probably, like, you get into a, a routine of, like, all right, I'm going to put this out, plan out the next thing. But, yeah. like. So me and Trav, we've been friends since like middle school. Started making music. It was horrible. Didn't even know that you had to mix anything. Yeah. We just recorded and put it out and we're mm-hmm. like, this is the best thing ever. That's how it is. So I uh you know, I got graduated from school, started making music again, and then I hit up Trav and I was like, I need to it's kinda like your vlog everyday thing. I was like, I need to work on my consistency. So like if you're down, I wanna make a video every single week something with music whether it's a freestyle like a free verse a poem music video so we did that for like a year and a half and like i got to a point where i was like i'm bored with what we're doing and i want to make it better yeah so that's when i came on like your stuff and creative ryan stuff and like it was like unlocking a, like a world that i hadn't even like thought like knew was there and, like, did you, you didn't go to school for videography, photography, anything like that. You learned everything on your own. Yeah, so uh, I was doing community college for a little bit. Mm-hmm. It was kind of just like a, I don't know what I'm doing in my life type yeah. of thing. So let me go to school so I look like I'm doing something. So I did community college for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a lot of fun at community college, uh, surprisingly, because I hated high school. Yeah. Um, high school is like the worst thing in the world for me. Um, and I actually loved community college until I got to a point where I had to focus on money. Yeah. That's when it became like a thing. And I was like, all right, cool. I need to either do this or do this. I can't continue to do both. But yeah, when I, I didn't, I was just in, uh, liberal arts. So I was doing a lot of, uh, public speaking. Um, I was doing a lot of, uh, language arts and, uh, graphic design stuff. I feel you. I feel yeah. you. So like. How do you go about learning more? Because that's something that I struggle with. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I have this base level of, like, understanding about creating and cameras. And I feel like I should know more. But I'm like, where do you find that information? Like, I didn't even know. This is probably going to sound dumb. But, like, I thought you just had one person that shot the video. And when you guys started talking about DPs and lighting, oh, I was yeah. like, oh, you can do all that. <laughs> yeah. It's... A lot of the mainstream stuff we see has like 30 people on set Which with is dedicated crazy. jobs. Um, for me, like learning, I only watch, I only look at stuff that's better than mine. Yeah. In my own eyes, anyways. Yeah. You know? Anything that I don't feel is pushing me forward, mm-hmm. I don't look at it. I feel you. And I think curating what you see on a daily is important. Yeah. Like, a lot of people think that. Uh, I, I guess like 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 big people, they think they think big people have a small follower account because it looks cool. Yeah. 
But I think it's intentional because you curate what you see on a daily. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's the same concept. Like I only follow things that I think are better than what I do. Yeah. And in turn, that helps me create better stuff. I feel you. So it's, I think it's not as uh, it's not as superficial as a lot of people think it is. Yeah. You know, what do you think about this is definitely something I want to ask you about. So IGTV just came out. Yes. Instagram, I've noticed, is still a great tool, but, like, for someone small like me that doesn't have a good following, yep. it's hard to get people to, to get your stuff visible unless you're paying to promote it. Yeah. But I'm, in, my, in my mind, I'm like, maybe I need to start curating stuff for IGTV, but you have to shoot in vertical. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like shooting in vertical is, like, kind of makes it harder to make things that are... Because, like, you're cutting down so much of the space mm -hmm. that you have to get the shot. I think it creates a unique perspective. Yeah. We look at everything wide. Um, and vertical, it forces you to curate what you're creating in a different aspect. Yeah. So if you're shooting a music video, I had this idea to, like, do this whole, like, IGTV music video series where we only did vertical music videos. I just never did it. That'd be kind of um, dope. Yeah, so I, I, I thought about it, but I think I don't think vertical makes it harder. I think it's just different. Yeah. I think it's just different. I think it's just training your eyes to see something different, and, and creating a scene vertically is a lot different than creating a scene wideways. Yeah, no, I can imagine. Yeah. Do you think it's a, a tool that creators should start, especially, like, smaller creators should start putting stuff on? Because I feel like Gary Vee talks about how, like, People that get on the platform first and they're consistent yeah. seem to have a better chance. I love Gary Vee. I know. <laughs> me too. I love Gary Vee and I love everything Gary Vee stands for. But me personally, I don't think that Instagram TV will be a beneficial platform until they start allowing monetization. Yeah. That's why people are so into YouTube. Yeah. YouTube has... Uh, and another thing that... Another reason why I don't feel like Instagram TV will be a substantial uh, video streaming platform mm -hmm. is because it's no search engine. Yeah. You know, that's why YouTube wins, because YouTube's a search engine. Yeah. So anything that you're looking for, you can just search for it. Yeah. That's why YouTube is the biggest thing ever, because it's attached to a search engine. Yeah. So I feel like with Instagram TV, how do you become seen yeah how like I, yeah. I just i just don't know i just don't understand it enough to make an accurate assumption about it but yeah i do think that i just i can't i just can't see it yeah yeah you know? i know yeah. I, and i feel you it's like i go back and forth and the only, one of the big things that's nice about it is i feel like the engagement's a lot more it's a lot better and a lot more yeah. uh reflective of the people that actually like are into my stuff yeah i think i think it's cool because you can you can link an Instagram TV video from your actual Instagram account, yeah. which is really cool. Um, but as a standalone platform on its own, I just it, it, it's lacking substantial features. I feel to make it the best it possible. Is. Yeah, yeah. Um, with YouTube, what I, I was watching in Yes Theory, I'm super into Yes Theory. I mm. love what they do. And I was watching a video the other day, and I realized I was like, dang, like they don't even need a TV show. Like yeah. I was like, oh, it'd be cool if they had a TV show. But I was like. Why would they even, like, try to do that? Yeah. They're getting, like, millions of views, and they're making their content exactly how they want to make it on YouTube. Yeah. How powerful do you think that is for creators in general? I, 
I think YouTube is amazing because it doesn't matter what you're into. Yeah. You could be into cutting grass and landscaping. Yeah. It's somebody on YouTube who's going to want to watch that. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Anything. You can taste beer, go do ketchup tasting, whatever. Yeah, yeah, It's somebody yeah. who's going to want to watch it, you know? Yeah. So I think that's 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 huge, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And it's it's instant access to whatever you want to see whenever you want to see it. Yeah. Whereas with TV, it's like, okay, I, I wish I could watch this, but it's not on right now, so mm-hmm. I got to wait. YouTube is just like, all right, I want to watch this. Maybe my favorite creator might not be doing this, but I can go just find somebody else who's doing the exact same thing or doing something similar. I feel you. So it's instant. It's instant. I think that is why YouTube is so powerful. No, yeah. It gives you, like, I feel like YouTube is dope because hip-hop back in the day, it's like you had to find a connect at a label or someone that was plugged in. Yeah. To get your music out in front of people. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that you could do on your own as opposed to hand-to-hand combat. Yeah. But now, if you make something and it touches people and you put it up, like, it could go, you know what I mean? It's Like, I love what Russ did. Like, Russ built an empire mm-hmm. just, like, putting stuff on SoundCloud and putting stuff up on YouTube. Like. Yeah. It's, it's changing. Um, you actually got, like, YouTubers becoming artists yeah you like you got people like ddg you know ddg you listen to ddg Mm-mm. wow check, check D- it out check ddg out edg ddg um not saying that you'll be into his music but the story behind him and his rise to where he is now is yeah. insane because he started out as a youtuber he mm-hmm. started out doing vlogs and he's still to this day an active youtuber yeah. so he still makes vlogs and videos but mm-hmm. he's a, a signed artist to Epic. Wow. he just dropped his first album um, and it's it's dope too. I think the music's tight, and he's a cool guy and he's relatable. And I yeah. feel like that is what's gonna keep him relevant. Yeah. You know, he has a fan base of people who like him regardless of his music. So when yeah. it's time for that to come out, it's like, oh yeah. You know that type of bond he has between him and his fan base is crazy. And I feel like artists now they're losing by not even doing YouTube. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Everybody wants to know what their favorite artist does on the day to day. Yeah. Everybody like. It would be crazy for me to be able to watch Lil Wayne and see what Lil Wayne was doing every day back when I was, like, you know, super into, into that. Um, and I feel like that's how you build those, that, that, that crazy bond. Following, between, Yeah, right? for sure. Did you ever watch the, like, day-to-days, Wiz Khalifa's day-to-days? Uh, yeah, Wiz Khalifa's <laughs> was dope, yeah. Yeah, and that was a huge part of, like, why I was so hard like of a supporter because yeah. I felt like I was a part of his clique and like same thing with like what you guys do it's like I can see you interact with Creative Ryan and like mm-hmm. Joe Moore and it's like it may it reminds me of what I do with my friends yeah. and I'm like this is cool I want to support this dude I want to like learn from this dude and I feel yeah. like um, yeah I agree with you I feel like anybody that's trying to do anything if you're giving them a piece of who you are it's going to be easier for them to want to support you yeah I think the root of it all starts with you. Yeah. People have to like you. Yeah. You know, and I think that's with YouTube too. Like you, you might you might follow somebody on YouTube because of what they do, and you get knowledge from them. Yeah. But you have to like a person. Yeah. You know, yeah. you have to like a person. That's just that's that's the root of it all. Yeah. So. I feel you. This is a random question, but so do you think it's cool? I think entrepreneurship is starting to be with Gary Vee. People are starting to think of it a lot more prevalently. A lot of people want to be in charge of their own time in their life. I feel like it's cool. You have 
kids, and I feel like it's cool for them growing up to mm. see, like, oh, my dad is really passionate about this thing. Yeah. And he's built his whole life around it and been able to, like, create all these things around this thing that he loves. Like, how impactful or important do you think that is for your family to see you doing something like that? Because it's not often. I think sometimes yeah. people want to, but they've never seen anybody do it, so they think it's impossible. It's, it's crazy because my son already wants to make YouTube videos. That's awesome. Um, it's crazy. Uh, I think it's the future. Um, it, it, it's becoming less... Um, what's the word I want to say? It's, it's, be, it's becoming less weird or uh, a, a lot less... Uh, uh, what am I trying to say right now? I know exactly what you mean. Like when people would think that it was so outlandish. Yeah. But now it's kind of normalized. Right, yeah, it's yeah. normalized, right? So it's becoming a lot more normalized for people to just be, like, uh, self-employed or, you yeah. know, be an entrepreneur. Um, and I think it's the future, yeah. you know, because uh, a lot of people who are growing up now, the people that they look up to, they're not looking up to, uh, I mean, I guess they are still looking up to rappers, but, uh, you know, artists or musicians, but people are looking up to YouTubers now, oh, yeah. right? social media influencers of some kind, uh, or, or, you know, um, gamers, that's ga crazy. Gamers too. <laughs> yeah. No, no, that's, that was a really good one. Yeah. Like gamers. Yeah. Like. Uh, if if I started to stream back when I I used to play games all day every yeah. day you know so to think that somebody now is making more money than uh, a lot of successful people who went to school yeah and got bachelor's degrees like that's crazy to me it's wild yeah there's a kid I went to high school with he now he plays game like Call of Duty professionally mm -hmm. he has like a gold medal like an X Games gold medal for playing Clay Eubanks oh a uh, Clayster yeah yeah. I went I to actually, high school with him that's like, crazy house parties he was always at my house that's crazy and like now he's just like living the dream and I'm like yeah that's actually, awesome. I watched a lot of Call of Duty so I know exactly yeah Clayster yeah. He, was, he was on the Optic Gaming team yeah yeah. Yep. Yep. just that's got a crazy. big W right yeah which is cool and like that's another thing where I feel like he's from he went to high school with me so seeing him go do something that's different and be super successful, I'm like, why can't that be me? Why couldn't yeah. we turn this into something? You know what I mean? I feel like that stuff is, is super important. Um, random question. You uh, Are you a reader? You like books? I like to listen to books. Okay. Um, reading is a task for me. I feel it. So it's, <laughs> it's a task. I feel it. Do you have any, like, impactful things you came across or something that's like, Yes, absolutely. Um, I forgot this dude. I forgot the artist's name, but uh, you ever heard of Still Like an Artist? Yeah. Still Like an yeah, Artist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot the artist of, uh, the, 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 uh, I forgot author. the author's name of that book, but he has an entire series that's relative to being an artist. Yeah. Um, he has like uh, a book called, um, forget the title, man, but it's, it teaches you how to stay motivated in times of, of, of non-motivation. Really good book. Yeah. Check out all those books in that series. Um, Rich Dad Poor Dad classic. Ooh, classic. Look, word. That's yeah. Oh yeah. Rich Dad Poor Dad's a classic. Uh, financial books like um, uh, Money Money Makeover mm -hmm. by Ah. Uh, oh, I got a whole list of books. It's all good. It's yeah. all good. Yeah. I got a whole list of Hold on. Let yeah, me, go for let it. Me, let me, Chop let it me pull up my audible real quick. I'm a nerd. Like I'm super into reading. Yeah. And uh, whenever we're coming up with topics for the podcast, I'm just like going through all these books. Yeah. 
trying to think of stuff. Yeah, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck is yep. a really good book. That's a good one. Um, no Excuses. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Power of Self-Discipline is a really good book. That one's good. Um, really good book. This is a really good book. Uh, Gary Vee, obviously crushing it. Mm-hmm. Um, God to Becoming Rich. Dave Ramsey, The Total Money Makeover. See, never. I got to look into that one. Yeah, I've that's the one I was talking one. about. Um, 48 Laws of Power is a really good book. Uh Unfuck Yourself is a really good book. That's a good one, too? Yeah, a really good one. Look, I have that. Is that Audible? Yeah, uh, this is audiobooks. Audiobooks. I yeah. got Audible, so I need no, to I think add some No, I think it's the same thing, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, it has, like, some of the same, uh, you know, titles and stuff. Have you ever read The Alchemist? No. I highly recommend it. Oh, I have to check that out. I'm it. looking for something to listen to now. Yeah. It's a story, it's, but it's, like, uh, it's my favorite book of all time. Oh, okay. One of my mentors recommended it to me. He was like, if you're... The Alchemist. The Alchemist. I'm going to write that down. Yeah. I'm going to write that down. Paulo Coelho. It's, like, super popular, but it's about this kid. He has a dream, and now he has to kind of go through all this adversity Yeah. to get to, like, his destination. Feel like it's super relatable. That's tight. Yeah, yeah. I, I gotta definitely make sure to check that out. I feel it. Cool. Yeah, the yeah. alchemist. You have to let me know what you think. Yeah, for sure. That's I'm gonna check it out. My favorite book for sure. I'm gonna I'm listen. To, if they have an audio book version of it, I'll listen to it on my way back home. All right. Heck yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. You excited for the holidays? Super excited. I love being around family. I know. How How does it feel? Like you moved away for a little bit. Probably feels great to come home. Like yeah. How much of your family? It's here. You have, like, mom, dad, grandparents. Yeah, all my family's here. Everybody. It, it makes me appreciate coming home. Yeah. You know, because I don't see people all the time. I feel You know, it. so when I do, it's, it's, it's fun, it's mm. happy, it's catching up, and it makes me appreciate it a lot more. Was, was it hard? Was that something that made it hard to want to leave? Yeah, for sure. Um, for me, I always wanted the connection between my son and my family to yeah. be very strong. High, yeah, very strong. Um, so moving him was a huge uh, reason why it took me so long to yeah. move. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Man, I'm excited for Thanksgiving. I feel yeah. like we have a, like a show tonight and Thanksgiving in Winchester, like everybody comes home. Everybody goes out the night before, mm-hmm. and like we're throwing a, a show, a bunch of artists, and we have a coat drive. So I'm super excited because I feel like I'm gonna see people I haven't seen. Probably the same way you feel. Yeah. I'm gonna get to kick it with all my homies that I haven't seen in forever. Mm-hmm. I'll listen to some awesome music yeah. and just have a good time. So it's gonna be fire. I can't wait. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. Well, man, thank you for your time. I'm yeah. glad you pushed me to, to talk a little yeah. bit more because we got a lot of cool stuff out that I would have not gotten to say if I would have rushed it. So yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah, for sure. YC Imaging. Make sure you check him out on Instagram, YouTube, all those platforms. He has an awesome website if you're a creator with a bunch of stuff that might really help you if you're looking for tools um, to learn and grow. So check out his stuff. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. I appreciate y'all, man. Thank you. (laughs) Peace.